Hello, you're listening to the Anti-Fanboy Podcast for the week of December? No, it's October 23rd, 2022. Two days before Christmas. <laughs> oh, get your get your silly, ugly sweaters on. Uh, I'm Steve Terry. Sitting around the fireplace drinking my eggnog right now. Oh, no. <laughs> thinking about when Santa's going to come two days and give me all my presents. This is Chris Santa's little helper. This is Chris Kalani, Santa's little helper. I'm Mr. October, Jonathan oh, Suarez. Back in time. I'm special guest, Tim Lucas. Uh, Devin's on assignment right now, uh, trying to get us banned from Anchor over and over. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like he was successful in his mission. It Way sounds go, like it. Way to go, bud. Yo, anti-fanboy, podcast so bad. We got removed from Anchor twice. That's right, folks. We're so controversial and shocking mm-hmm. that we, we say it. what they don't want you to hear. Steve has close to a billion dollar settlement coming out of one of his cases that recently just settled. Way to go, Steve. Wow. wow that's really great. Fucked up. I walked on the boardwalk with no shoes on and got a splinter. <laughs> Sued the whole boardwalk. <laughs> I guess that would be the whole municipality of like Ocean City, then, right? See, we don't have anything I mean, fun like you know getting sued for a billion dollars, like Alex Jones to get deleted from Anchor. We get deleted wait, because can, can we sound explain? like something. He can't. Mm-hmm. Pay, he can he actually afford to pay all those? No. So the way it works, actually, especially in Texas, uh, where I think there is, will be a summary ruling that he's going to have to pay. Um, you you don't have to give up your car or your house in Texas when it comes to a settlement like a rule it's like a law so right but any money he makes for the rest of his life until that billion is paid off is going to be garnished yeah <laughs> anything legal. so the thing oh, is from what awesome. i read too is like he was trying to put all a bunch of his like uh his wealth in his kids names you it doesn't know, work that way but they they'll go to court and just unwind that shit basically yep and yep basically go after the money anyway so that would be nice. Wow. Is, that a, is that like a, a rare W for Texas? Mm. Because they allow you to do that shit? <laughs> well, I think that's in Connecticut where the big one happened, right? The 900 yeah. or 800 million or whatever. It's. I'm so glad. Yeah. That's a horrific thing to have done for the last, like, what? Tw- how long has it been? Like 15 years? Yeah. To like, harass them for no other reason than to create a, a weird conspiracy. That, that is so out in left field, but it's just—I don't know. Eh, fuck him. Yeah, fuck. You him. got what he deserves. Fuck Trump. him. True. H- Hangin's too good for that guy. I'll say it. And fuck his Silent Hill Two remake that he's trying to come out. Is that him? <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, that's yeah, him. Basically, it is the Infowars presents Silent Hill Two. <laughs> You're, Steve, you're not fucking wrong. That's my guy. not true. Come on, guys. No, it's not true. But it's not Tim, true, but it's not that far off. So, I mean, I guess we might as well jump into it since we're talking about it. So oh, yeah. t- this week, they announced they had a big Silent Hill presentation. I forgot what it was called. It was like Silent, Silent Hill, Hill Transmission. Transmission. Loud Mountain. <laughs> it was not Loud Mountain. Loud Mountain about the Silent <laughs> Hill. It was Silent Hill Transmission. And they showed off a bunch of Silent Hill projects that Konami has in the works. Um, and I feel like the biggest one was the Silent Hill 2 
um, remake, remake reveal. Wait, what, and, what, uh, what, was, what was the other stuff? Is there anything uh, uh, somewhat notable? There's a new movie. There's a new movie from the guy that made the first movie. Okay. Coming out. There's a new game called Silent Hill F, I think. There's <laughs> like, not... okay, so there's like two or two three new... games. Yeah. Uh, like, there's Silent Hill F. Uh, hold on. I have to go to the big fail. I have to go to the article real quick. Silent, yeah, Silent Hill fail. Um, Silent Hill Townfall, which is like an Annapurna project. And then there's yeah. one called like Silent Hill Ascension, which is like a it's chat like God of War Ascension, right? Game? It's from PSP. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's yeah, the PSP like, version, PSP game. I don't know what it is, but yeah, they, it seems like they're they're getting a lot of people to make Silent Hill game, and they're hoping one of them will be successful. What do we have? Like, is there like um, a reason for this? Like, it's because there's a movie. It? It's because uh, they basically hinted but didn't explicitly say that they're putting money into Silent Hill game development because they signed a deal with Chris. What's his name? Chris Gans hey, or something whoa, like that uh, to make Tucker. a new Chris Tucker. It wasn't Chris Tucker, the, the, the director of the first Silent Hill movie, to make Chris a new Pratt, Silent Hill movie. The voice of James Sunderland. He's so like, cool. So, so what's going on? The slot machine? Silent Hill, here I right come. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the slot machines the slot machines are gone now. They can't do slot machines anymore um, because one of the Silent Hill slot machines uh, became evil and sentient yep. and it killed a whole town. Started punishing the guilty. It was really weird. Yeah. Please put in uh, more no. than money. Uh, to be honest, John, my guess would be that because of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, it's not as profitable to have slot machines and pachinko machines uh, anymore because you can't go places to do <laughs> things. Fuck you, Konami. <laughs> and so they were like, well, I guess we better make money with our most beloved, one of our most beloved properties. Yeah, Metal I'm Gear so style. glad that came back and bit them in the ass. Fucking pachinko machines. Come on, man. Give me Castlevania, for Christ's sake. So the surprising thing, though, is the fact that, like, I know Kojima's probably doesn't have ties with them anymore. Nope. I think he's, he's, he's burnt those, br- or they burnt the bridges. Yeah, that, that bridge is gone, for sure. But, like, it's surprising that they're not going with the original plan, which was Silent Hills, right? It's surprising that they're not just going to go, go try to, you know, salvage whatever. See, I kind of think that, um, I kind of think they, the Konami approached Kojima and were like, what do you have? Like, do you have any ideas? What license would you like to go with? Some, some and new he was license. like, Death Stranding 2 or Bust. They <laughs> <laughs> said no. Uh, they probably said Silent Hill and they were like, sure, whatever. Come up with something. And he came up with Silent Hills, and they were like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. And then they were like, nah, never can mind. Can you make it a mobile game? <laughs> yeah, can you make, <laughs> can it, you a make it a pachinko machine? How can we work microtransactions into your proposal? <laughs> and then COVID happened, and pachinko machines exploded. And now they're like, oh, fuck it, we'll just remake. Like, Because we see how well remakes are doing. Mm-hmm. Let's remake fucking Silent Hill too. I think it's a big part of it. Like, what has Konami done? Like, what have, what else have they done in the last few years? A so lot of they, uh, a lot of like collections. Yeah, a lot of collections. Ones. And since they cut ties with Kojima, the main I think the last like big like game they put a budget into was Metal Gear Survive, right? Oof. Oh no, I forgot about Metal that, Gear Survive. <laughs> that awful like what if Metal Gear but zombies game that they put out after they fired Kojima. 
And like legitimately, if Konami wanted to be heroes in this particular example, what they should have done was made amends with Kojima and, yeah, and uh, Guillermo man. del Toro and Fate made Silent Hills. Money. Yeah, Durable. if they had been like, hey, it's been 10 years. We're sorry Maybe we fucked up. Durable Let's too. just make Silent Hills. We'll do whatever it takes. Wait, is that Durrell or Merle? Which one? That would have been Durrell. Oh, it is Durrell. Durrell. Yeah, Durrell. Do you know how embarrassing it must be for Konami to have had the game that basically re-kickstarted horror? Ugh. Yeah, and it, Dude, they that, just let it slip through uh, their fingers. Like PT was so good. PT was yo, yo, hold on, time out, yeah. time out. Can we? It's not a game. That wasn't a game. Oh, I'm sorry. The playable trailer. teaser trailer. But like, can we talk about it? Like, let's let's talk. Let's like like let, let's look at it. PT was so successful at reinvigorating. What does PT stand for? It stands for uh, playable um, teaser. Um, probably getting taken away. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like it was so successful of a thing to re-kickstart oh horror my God. It was, that, that was so insane it that, brought back resident thing. evil like that's how strong it was it's like the it resident brought, evil no, team no, not only, like, let's make our game like this not only yeah not only did it bring back resident evil but they were like oh what if we made our game first person and and convince Devin that this is how Resident Evil is supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Resident Evil 7 is a, is a fine game. No, no, they, they're, 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 they're game. They're fine. Yeah, they're good games. They're games. They're ga- <laughs> I'll say this. I will say this. Like, legitimately, about Resident Evil 7 and 8, they're really good horror games. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're great Resident Evil games, but I think they're really good horror games. Um, no, because and also, they're, they're built off of that, that fucking PT Yeah, to model. be fair, too, they, mm-hmm. they had to change it up because... I mean, just not. this week, not you're going to be able to play them in third person, or Resident Evil 8, at least, in third oh, person. Oh, so they're admitting that I was right? They yes. did. They called it. <laughs> they, they, they admitted. We're sorry edition just came out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I mean, we'll, we will be talking about Resident Evil, but yes, uh, got back to. to Silent Hill real quick. Yeah. Like, so Konami is this them just trying to get up. trying to get theirs? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I legitimately think that's what it is. I think that they saw the writing on the wall. They saw how well the remakes of the Resident Evil games are doing. They saw that PT was legitimately you could draw a direct line from PT to the success of Resident Evil Seven, which brought back Resident Evil, and then we got the remakes. Um, and said, well, shit, you know, let's see if we can get a movie made and then we'll take our most beloved game. I think that by weirdos like me that we ever made and give it to one of the most mid and disappointing developers that has ever worked on a horror game. (laughs) So and uh, we'll let them remake the Bloober team. Bloober. Yes. What, what else what do they make? What does Bloober dude? mean? What Bloober Team. So Bloober Team, their first game, I Because it sounds like they're bad at what they do. Just the they, name I, itself. So I have played three of the five, I think, existing Bloober Team games to completion. Uh, and I have not liked any of them. Uh, so I don't know why I keep doing this to myself. I guess what it's just because I like do? horror games. They did Layers of Fear which is a game that is largely based around like paintings. Um, and it's in that it was, again, you could draw a direct line from PT to layers of fear. Um, it's that same like first person creepy environment. Nothing really happens, but then there's like a few moments of like crazy uh, that get inside your head. Uh, they made the medium, which was their last game before the silent hill Two remake, which is a game 
that centers around a protagonist and there's like this like split world thing where there's like an evil world kind of like silent hill right you have the normal world and the and the uh infested world as it were uh but that game sucks shit because it (laughs) the like the actual climax of the game the ending is victim blaming a sexual assault victim for creating the a horror world in the first place. Same could be said uh, about Resident Evil Code Veronica, though. Right? Didn't, no. No? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure no. Didn't they victim blame Claire? No. No, they, they don't. There's some weird incest shit in Code Veronica, but I, I don't know, they never, like, paint the, that as, like, the, the impetus for the bad thing happening. Wow. Uh, and th- they also made the Blair Witch game, which is so fucking close to being okay. Right? Has anybody played the Blair Witch game? Am I the only one who does these uh, things? I heard, that I heard it was actually good. Witch I heard game. that game was good. Was it, so what, the Blair is it Witch game isometric? What, what kind of game? No, the, the Blair Witch game is a first person. Uh, it's the one it's with the basically, dog. Yeah, it's a, like a walking simulator. Basically, oh. you're the only like quote unquote weapons you have are your dog and your flashlight. And it's really good at the atmosphere, right? It's it's legitimately creepy to be playing as you know just like a random guy in 1998 or whatever walking around in the woods in like complete darkness. The only thing you have is your flashlight and your dog. That like kind of works. However. That game's story takes a fucking turn into left field by yeah. having the protagonist be <laughs> responsible. For Blair Witch. Yeah, spoilers for Blair Witch. I already spoiled the medium, so I may as well spoil Blair Witch too. Uh, this game is about a like cop who was forced off of the force because he accidentally killed a kid. Like he shot a kid. I shot a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah they like, did the hard <laughs> He's the officer in, uh, in Die Hard, man. Yeah, right? he's Sergeant Al Powell, the kid. Yeah, he's Sergeant Powell. <laughs> and then, but prior to that, when he was in the first his career, prior to that, it's even worse because prior to that, in, in his original tour in know, the man, first Desert Storm. Awesome. Uh, hold on, <laughs> in, in prior to that, in his for his tour in the original Desert Storm. He got his entire squad killed because he wouldn't shoot his gun. So he leaves Desert Storm after not shooting and then it feels so uh, guilty because of getting everyone in his squad killed that he then shoots too much and kills a child. <laughs> and then I mean, the it still plot sounds of the game is that there's a kid missing oh, in the see, Blair Witch Woods and he has he feels compelled to go help. Oh, okay. The pro- the problem the problem though is the game cares more about that storyline than West. the Blair Witch stuff. So <laughs> like you'd be, more. you'd be like, "Oh shit." Like I'm scared. And then the game's like, "Uh uh-uh, uh, guess where you're at? You're in the fucking desert war right now." Like and you're right, like you're wandering me. through you just me from like this like scary like atmosphere right. to like turn me into like cod. Uh and, and in addition to that, um you are all your main character is also a uh like a abusive drunk who beats his girlfriend a lot. Great. You know, to be fair, Tim it sounds like they've been trying to make Silent Hill 2. Well, that's, that's like, my, that's my problem. <laughs> that is my problem. They have had multiple opportunities to do something similar to Silent Hill 2 and just fucking screwed it up so bad. They want to make time. Silent Hill 2 so bad, but they can't. So they legit had to make a remake so, of it. <laughs> so the pro- So you're pointing out the problems with the company, but like... Mm-hmm. 
the, from the trailer, what like what are you seeing that that uh, so is making the, the trailer? I I I watched the trailer and I was like, okay, okay. Try like I I was one hundred percent huffing that copium uh, as the kids say. <laughs> I yeah. was like, okay, they're using entirely dialogue from the original game, right? Like every line of dialogue is er, from original Silent Hill 2. And I'm like, okay, okay. And then the screen is like, Masahiro Ito is back for creature design. And Akira Yamaoka is doing the music again. And it's going to be totally remixed, but it'll still be the same shit you love. And I'm like, will it though? Because as I'm watching the trailer, it's like, it's a third person over the shoulder of James Sunderland. And I get oh, yeah. I get why, after seeing the success of the Resident Evil remakes, why you would want to do that. But it's a different However, game. However, it's, it's a not game. a combat-oriented yeah. game. It's not an action game. It's not an action game. It, it's so far removed from... Uh, that's kind of why I was always a Silent Hill guy. In addition to being a Resident Evil guy, I like Silent Hill so much because it wasn't trying to do the Resident yeah, it's Evil. Not, it's, it's completely different. Getting, I'll, getting I'll, guns I'll, and mixing gunpowders. And I'll tell you what. There is something to be said about fixed cameras in video games because I feel like what they do better than most kind of camera movement in games is they makes you feel very alone. Yeah, yes. but the Silent Hill 2 That's wasn't the, a fixed camera, though. It wasn't, but I mean, it, it kind of had moments where you were stuck in certain Especially in, in tour, in, yeah. indoor environments, yes, the camera was kind of like, you know, took the, certain the, angles to emphasize I remember, certain things. I remember when playing Silent Hill 2, people would complain a lot about how clunky the combat is. Right. But if you actually... If you actually like, I don't know. If you if you do go back and and make the reference to the old survival horror games, like that's part of it, and right. they, that's something that they even bring back in a game in games like Resident Evil Seven and Village, where you're not just it just because it's a first person shooter doesn't mean you're gonna your aim's gonna be a hundred percent right, and you can't all. turn on right. a dime. You can't you can't turn on a dime. Yeah. Like like they 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 like. That's something that they harken back to in survival horror games for the next gen consoles now, because that feeling of not being in control is a very yeah, it's, it's a very important feeling to have in a, in it's a, a horror. It's game. a huge part of it. It makes and, you feel uncomfortable, and that's great. And the, right. yeah, and the difference is like re, like they shouldn't make Silent Hill two over the shoulder action. Like the reason it it kind of fits with Resident Evil is because they kind of evolved the game into being somewhat like that, yeah. much to a bunch of people's disappointment a little bit with with the, the direction that it went because you know Capcom just went 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 overboard. With, they went a little too deep action. into that, yeah, sure. But like, it's a different game though. Like Silent Hill Two isn't like Silent Hill. The game isn't supposed to smother you with 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 enemies to to get through. It's supposed to it's supposed to get under your skin. It's and, a vibe. It's a vibe. Right. Yeah, it's a vibe. It's the, yeah, it's supposed to get under your skin and and fucking like keep you up at night, and, and you know, like it's it's that kind of horror game. It's a different. It's a different feeling completely. And Dude, there's that. So like my experience with Silent Hill Two. Like spoiler alert for anyone who doesn't know me, but Silent Hill Two is legitimately, without doubt, without question, my favorite video game of all time. It's one of mine. No, yeah, it's one absolutely of mine. no questions asked. It is my favorite game because its story, its atmosphere, the way it was told, uh, really impacted. I think in a lot of ways the person that I ended up becoming as a result of when I played the game. I was a teenager uh, when it came out. 
Um, and like, I remember there, no other game in memory, in my memory has made me turn off the game at two separate instances where I was like, I emotionally cannot handle this right now. The first time it made me turn off the game and be like, I can't do this is when Pyramid Head drags the uh, the leg monsters in oh God. to like, the apartment and is like basically is raping, like is raping, raping them the, on yeah. the on the kitchen Rough. counter. As James watches from the closet. I remember I was us like, all hanging out watching watching uh, Kurt's Kurt's room. Right. And I was like, yeah, I I like the first time I played that, I was like, I cannot handle this. Like I was in my parents' basement. I like I saved and turned the game off and went and did something else. I was like, cannot. We, deal with we this. called you and we said, hey, come on over. Right. We're watching Pyramid Head do some stuff. And you said, I'll be right there. Right. And you jumped on your skateboard, jumped on my skateboard and headed right on over. Oh, and by then, the way, I posted a clip of uh, the remake in the uh, a, a new clip from remake. Silent Hill 2. So. It's in the uh, the 448 four section. Notes. Yeah. Is, uh, is Tim in there? Yeah. I just, yes, uh, I, just I just added Tim. A... Yeah. So just uh, oh, no, give yeah, that a look so you can see this. Yeah. yeah. Great. I was actually watching the trailer again, but uh, yeah, no, see, I, <laughs> changing James Sunderland into a bandicoot in jorts <laughs> is really a direction <laughs> that I, was, I wasn't expecting for Bloober Team, to be perfectly honest. I mean, and then, you know, he just spins and one shots Pyramid Head. Nah, Silent Silent Hill Two was like, you know, dare I say, it was like my Fight Club when it came to video games. Where I was like, oh, I didn't know that games could push this kind of narrative on you. Exactly, like, John. I don't really exactly want to spoil right. anything, but the fact that you go through this emotional journey as James, and then it the big twist at the end, yes, like really really kind of fucks you up like and it doesn't fuck you up like it scares you it fucks you up with yeah. like it's it's i don't know I, it's, it's hard to explain it, it affects you like, if yeah, you're it is. the least bit empathetic at right. all and, and you never and i've i mean I'm, up to that point i've never really played a game like that where it pushed that boundary it pushed that envelope on me where you know usually you're just like your master chief or your super mario right and it's yeah like whatever. Oh, two, like, 2001 was a was a great year for games that did that to me but uh silent hill 2 was the first one i played uh that really evoked uh, an emotion that kind of emotional and empathetic response i think it's uh, the, yeah the, the big reveal is the second moment uh that made me turn off the game because i was so disgusted <laughs> that i had no, to just go away and it's like you 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 work so hard throughout the whole game to get to that point, so you could watch and see what happens, and it just fucking destro- it destroys you. It it's it's a game that you. like needs to be played, and it's like we people like generations of people have not had a chance to play this like game that people have been like raving about for decades now. And so that's why, like, even though I have my reservations, even though I am like, like I'm rewatching the trailer as we speak. And the main thing for me, besides the, the over the shoulder camera that is giving me pause about this remake is I don't feel the oppression. I don't feel yeah, the atmosphere either. in I these clips. Agree with you. It's extremely clean. It's it too feels- I don't know what it is, it but I haven't felt that a resident e- or I'm sorry, a silent hill game has had the Silent Hill look and vibe since Silent Hill: The Room. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Right. Like the fa- the faces, like that. That was the one thing that like those games had, where it's like the characters just felt like they had like all the blood drained out of them, and like they just looked, they looked disturbed and wrong. Like it the looks, game felt looked, wrong. 
yeah, I and and there is a certain look to the characters in this where or the the story itself is more slighted to be sad than scary. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like right. that's, that's a a really important connection that needs to be made. I feel like Silent Hill 2 is far sadder and far more lonely video game than it is scary. And that's exactly I, I think what that's I'm feeling. Scary I think it's sad, but game. like I think this trailer might go a little too far in it that might direction. Be a little too be, dramatic, right? Look how look how look how upset James is. Like look how sad his face is. And it's like the thing about like Silent Hill is it's like James is yes innately a a, a character who is sad, and you know I'm not going to talk about that, but. Um, well, you can talk about that. Like the story yeah, for Silent like, Hill too is he gets a letter from his dead wife. Yeah, like, like sad, but like he so that's why it's he has like a weird like I don't want to call it an optimism, but like that's he's got, a, okay. He's got okay. the wrong okay. vibe. Everybody, everybody who hasn't everybody who hasn't played Silent Hill just tur- just just turn away for yeah, a second. Just, yeah, yeah. Turn you it can off. leave the, you can leave the earbuds in your head. They'll turn off automatically. There's a bit of Wink. nostalgia. <laughs> With Silent Hill, because I believe he he goes there with his wife, right? Or okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's the game's been out. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been out, but it's not like, like this fucking twenty one year old game. James is living with a guilt, right? Yes, and you know he views this in my head, in my eyes, as a way to get past that. Like, this isn't like a, oh, good, this is a, you know, I can finally be with my wife again. It's a, oh, I can get these feelings out of my system because she's still alive. The point of Silent Hill 2, to me, to my mind, is that it's set up in Silent Hill 1, and I don't want to go too deep into the history because I can, but it's set up in Silent Hill 1. (coughs) Sorry. That Silent Hill is a place where... The town itself, something is in the town. It's technically uh, the a dream, uh, a dreaming and dead god named Samael uh, draws in people that have demons to face, and it forces them to face them. James goes to Silent Hill because James he has Eddie blocked out Angela. Angela, yep, Angela. And what's the little girl's name? She doesn't have Lara. any demons. She's just a no, little well, shit. That's why, and that's why Lara is the only one who doesn't see the demons, who yeah. doesn't understand why everyone's so scared all the time. The only character you meet in the game that is quote unquote pure and is never in any actual danger of anything bad happening Are you to them. Blind or something? Yeah. <laughs> Lara fucking rules. I, I I know she's a little shit, but I love that character because. They used an actual child to do an actual child's voice acting, which whoa, is something whoa, that doesn't happen very often. Are you telling me they didn't do that for Horizon Zero Dawn? <laughs> no. <laughs> it certainly did not. Talking about the goat? You're talking about the goat? Checkmate, Silent Hill. <laughs> Sorry, Silent Hill. Maybe you should have made your protagonist just have a giant baby head. <laughs> right, but James, the point is James has a guilt, and the entire game of the original Silent Hill 2, every single thing you do, every environment you go to, everything you interact with, every cutscene you see, and even from, like, from minute one, when you take control of the character in that bathroom, it feels dreamlike, it feels mm. stilted and strange, and like you are always sort of several degrees off of reality. And right. I'm not getting that from this trailer. This trailer seems very clean, very grounded, very real.
Hill, See which is a big problem for me because like Silent Hill is about Indian. atmosphere. <laughs> the, 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 I think the really the, the glaring issue I see is that the Silent Hill 2, the original, was basically made by one guy, right? Like it was guy it was who one like, guy's vision. Yeah, slept basically. under his desk to finish this this massive video game that only he cared about, and it was very singular in vision, right? He knew what he wanted to make. This is this is it. That's what you get. This feels more like something done by a committee. That's that's where I'm. Yes. I mean, there was walls. a team, yes. but like you know, like the thing is, it's like that team was all the misfits like Konami put together all the people who like sucked in yeah, their eyes. That's true. That's true. And they put this, they put this team of like outcasts together and like, uh, I, I don't know his name, Tim. What is uh, his name? Masahiro Ito. I, yeah, I, I believe the guy who designed pyramid that. head and had like the basic driving force, but the guy who was like Hill. sleeping under the desk. Yeah. That Chris that's, was talking uh, about. that's, that's a uh, Masahiro Ito. Yeah. Like that's wild. Like, the bad, the bad boys of Konami going the guy, and put out these like legendary games. The guy who occasionally tweets, "I wish I never fucking designed Pyramid Head." <laughs> I, mean, I think because you know people make the sexy pictures of Pyramid Head. Now. I kind of think Silent Hill Two is 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 lightning in a bottle, and I hope I agree. I hope that the remake gets close to that, but I don't think. I just don't think you're gonna get that type also, of feeling again. I don't, and like I don't know, like I feel like. This I feel like this is and this would probably be a good segue if you guys are done talking about Silent Hill. But never, but okay. <laughs> but I feel like this is what it would feel like if Capcom tried to just remake Resident Evil Four instead of going through one, two, and three first. Mm. Like they just yeah. wanted to do the popular right. one. That I was I talking about that with Tim yep. where like money. Could they just remake Silent Hill three because it like yeah, ties one, into Silent like, Hill one? Why don't they? Why don't they start with one? I don't. I don't know why. Like why I, not? I, that I really don't understand because that's another game that's effectively in abandonware status. You cannot get yeah. in any legal yeah. means. And I mean, you can't even play that on like the three sixty because it wasn't in that Silent Hill bundle. Right, and that's and a Silent good game. Hill, it's an incredible game, and Silent Hill one is a game that could benefit legitimately from a, a remake from the ground up. Yeah, that why game, not? Why not? Yeah, why not start sure. there and then try to build something off of that? You know, right? I don't know. Why? Why go? Why? Why try to tackle the fucking the president of the United States? It's because right, one order. team, one company is thinking about the long term of the brand with Resident and Evil, and the other one's buck. just trying to make that quick buck for that it's movie. It's legitimately yeah, Marvel and DC, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Capcom laid down the groundwork to be like, all right, well, we remade Resident Evil One, and it was incredible. And then they revived the series after PT. They were like, okay, like, yeah. And they did a first, per- a first person horror game. That wasn't a great resident evil game, but it's a really fun first person. Can we call, can we call PT the Batman begins of horror games? Cause like, because let's, it, let's be real. Like Batman begins was the shot in the arm that, that like, really gave superhero movies that juice. Yeah. And resident evil was Marvel in the sense where like, they saw what Batman begins was doing and they're like, all right, let's kind of, Let's kind of put some big name actors and some talent behind these movies. And I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna disagree with, with that. Uh, that that's Zack Snyder, kind of, kind of is. Which is Zack Snyder Bloober Team? Zack Snyder is Bloober Team. He's there you the go. Creative director of Bloober Team. You're not wrong. Just I don't know, man. I don't get it. I, I don't get it either. 
It like, would well, be cool. Because this is the one, it's because this is the one with fucking Pyramid Head. That's why, John. Because Pyramid Head didn't make any fucking sense in the original Silent Hill movie. The movie they're making. Their movie they're making is based on Silent Hill 2. <laughs> it, it is stupid. I agree. <laughs> I just, even uh, even I mean, though Pyramid Head was in Silent Hill One, no, but like right. think the about it, like what if what if and the Resident Evil like think about this, Chris? You you did do a Galani and Chill on the Resident Evil movie fan- franchise. What if the 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 creation and the content creation of not even content creation, but just the production of Resident Evil movies dictated what Capcom did with Resident <laughs> Evil. We would be in a really terrible position. Uh, you right know now, what it I would think. be? It would be Devil May Cry because that's what Alice <laughs> is in the Resident Evil uh, film yeah. universe. You're right. Kind of right. Yeah. It, it wouldn't be. That. It would not be scary in the least. It would be an action, fun beat 'em up with Alice's. As you, it's just I don't know, man. But yeah, I like. I'm so glad that we're not in that boat. No, good lord. Because like, uh, I want to say. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't want the uh, Burt Wesker going nuts about his uh, chicken wings or whatever it was, onion rings. There would be like the crate, like the cutscenes in the video games would be fucking bananas, though. You know, the Alice Resident Evil universe video games. Like, to be fair, in Resident Evil Four, they did add the laser wall. Of course, uh, yeah, but they knew yeah, what yeah. was good. The scene is yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they knew made it work. What say. was good? <laughs> but yeah, I want to like I want to segue now because like I feel like we've come to this um, this apex of Resident Evil remakes. Yeah, and from just from the the from the stuff that they showed from the Resident Evil event the other day, like I feel like they're taking things from. The previous remakes that were successful and making a making a masterpiece trying to remake because like it's it's tough we talked about this plenty of times and trying to remake a masterpiece is probably one of the hardest things you could do oh right? shit john i right. think they're not only taking things from the other remakes i think they're taking things from like eight and seven yep. too because right exactly eight, mm-hmm. yeah, this this yeah. village look i mean where you're entering in the beginning of the game they're getting a lot from resident evil 8 like it looks well i didn't want to i didn't want to i don't want to burst paul's bubble in the discord um because he loves resident evil village but i wanted to be like i feel like village was kind of just the tech demo it was it was the it was. drops it's yeah almost, it was <laughs> the tech we need, demo we need yeah. trees we need to spend we need a, a multi-million dollar project uh, so we can cr- we can make Resident Evil Four again. Like we, need to, we need to justify scanning a lot of wood and trees. And it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting too. It's it's weird. I don't know how. I don't know what's gonna happen, guys. But so we have our vi- we have the village environment. And we have the castle environment from from Resident Evil Village, right? Mm-hmm. But it, somebody was looking at the map that comes with the co- the collector's edition of Resident Evil Four. We'll, we'll get to that by the way, in a little bit. But <laughs> somebody was looking at the map, and the island from Resident Evil 4 is not on the map. Ooh. So, uh, we don't yeah. know. Hey. You so, know what? And, and, and a lot of people say that part of the game, World what? War Leon, that's what that part of that game is called. World War Leon is the, weakest, is the weakest part of Resident Evil 4. So if they're mm-hmm. able to, to, to make mm. the game better in a sense of changing that part, the part that was the weakest, the clearly weakest part of the game, and turn it into something that's incredible. Then I don't, I don't want to say that this is going to be the better version of Resident Evil Four, but well, I don't once you get to the castle, 
um, that's when Leon has to jump into paintings to fight <laughs> and get all the stars. Oh, I mean, uh, right. Yes. And then once he gets all 120, he unlocks Yoshi. <laughs> but like, that's, isn't that interesting? The that's actually, on there and that's to be fair. That's not a bad, that's not a bad move. No, that that's not a bad change. It's not a bad change at all. Delete no, that or to make it better. Cut. That's a good cut. Like, I mean, I don't, again, I don't want to, I don't want to say that they're not going to have fucking Gatling guns at the end of this game, but, <laughs> but if they don't, what about that's a, a welcome change in my opinion. Do you think they're going to, because that's the, that's clearly the weakest part. Yeah, of the, of you gotta have, before. you gotta have the jet ski. You gotta have the jet ski. Come on. It has to imply that they need to do a little overtime. But what if, what if he's dead? What if at the end of the game, Leon's dead? Oh, stop. And his body washes up onto the shore, and Ada and Ashley are on the They're jet ski. They're already changing too much of the game. They made Ada Wong white. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, they made her Asian based on Guy from Steam. The last line <laughs> in the movie, is a- or the game, is Ada Wong saying, I can't believe Leon tried to eat that many hot dogs. And that's how he died. Just <laughs> eating a shitload of them. So Yo, how well, about, dude, okay, oh so God. how about this this event, though? I mean, I, I don't really want to talk about the village. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, that's the thing, though. Like that stuff does make me want to go back and play those like the Rose Winter stuff. Like I will go yeah. and play those. Yeah, but I will, I, will, I will play that for sure. Like I would I would like to play because there is a third person demo for village that you can play right now. Um, I didn't rush to get it. Did you? No, 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 no. I didn't rush to get it either. But like Resident Evil 4, like Hachi Machi, dude, looks so Bro. fucking good. The okay, they start off with the extended gameplay, mm-hmm. which was the right move, I think, because mm-hmm. that's and this comes out in March, by the way. We know the date for this. It's we March twenty twenty three. Man, we know that they looks great. Man, what's the exact uh, date? Dude. Out of curiosity, it's March twenty third or twenty fourth. Hmm. Right. Yeah, so the fucking they they throw you into like I guess the first part of the game, which everybody is aware of. It's the demo. Um, it's the village part. They they twist up the first house a little bit. They try to make it, and I know Chris, Chris, we were talking about this a little bit in, in Discord, but it, maybe they're they're trying to push push the envelope that that these people aren't super innocent people that, and Leon Kennedy's not a serial killer because because that you know that you're going through the guy's basement and <laughs> oh uh, no, yeah, there's a lot of it's a lot of stuff. I just watched something uh, oh. that I, I didn't realize, um, but Leon burns that on. cow alive. Yeah, I know. No, so like you know, in the original Resident Evil four, where Leon goes and helps the dog out of the dog. Oh yeah, I, dog I posted this in Discord. Oh that. yeah, I, I'm sorry, I didn't see it, yeah. but uh, yeah. it's so. Oh man, they're not fucking around, Steve. They're not, not fucking around now, guys. They're like, dude, you're not gonna get help with El Gigante. Fuck you. Yeah. El Gigante. I mean, it's actually it's kind of it's kind of sad, but at the same time, that's kind of a cool like that's March kind 24. of like a cool Easter egg for for the OG, the OG players. Yeah, because then you like you see that you're upset because that dog was awesome. In the and like that's the thing that's what they did with but the original like, remake nah, like, where nah, they turned you. stuff on its head where like things where you thought you were safe you weren't. Yeah, oh, you killed games. the zombies. They're crimson heads now, like there, stuff like that. There's a good deal you of that. Expect in, the dogs in to this, break that window. There's a good deal of that in this trailer. There's some stuff that you that were obviously not in Resident Evil Four mm-hmm. that is both different for you know the, the the enemy and for you because 
seeing Leon parry that chainsaw with a knife. Yeah, I yeah. mean, we gonna, I was gonna get to that, but I want I wanted to talk about the villagers because it's it's scary. Like they're holding <laughs> you in full Nelsons. They're trying to strangle you. I like yeah. There's fucking three hundred of them in front of you. They're trying like, to <laughs> trying to hold you up for the for the chainsaw guy, bro. which is fucking amazing. Yeah, Doctor Salvador <laughs> with with the the dude. bug eyes in the bag now. Oh my god, dude! And it's like it's kind of like uh, it, it looks like they didn't really change the map at all, like in the village at least, which is which is a welcome addition, I think. IGN has confirmed that he does say the bingo line. Oh boy, oh, huh? that's a spoiler. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's IGN. Fuck you, man. Fuck you, IGN. <laughs> you don't know if that's a true source or not. You don't know. Yeah, I mean, you don't know. I mean, from a guy from the internet. From from Rock Paper Shotgun. That's awesome, though. If you, I mean, okay, so that was okay. That we'll go. We'll get into that now. That was one of my main concerns was that Leon wasn't going to be sassy in this one. Oh, but what if it's like? Because, what if it's like the dog though, where it's like. Where's everybody going? Bingo, but they're all dead. No. <laughs> like, Leon, That's why? Not how Leon, no, because like in, in, in RE2, in RE2 Remake, I mean, granted, it is just, it's his first day. It's pretty bleak. The world ended. But he wasn't that sassy in it. He was just flirty with Claire. That's it. This one, he was like, when he says, bill me for the repairs later, I like. He killed a cow like a, before he did said that. Yeah, I know. That was yep. sad, but you know. It's like he was talking to the cow who was dying. Like we were gonna, we were gonna kill that cow for eggs or or burgers or something. Mm. Anyway, but yeah, like when he said, when he said, "Bill me for the repairs later," I like, I I, like side relief. I'm like, (laughs) you're like, oh, thank God, he's sad. Like, thank God, we're we're going, we're gonna be, we're gonna be, we're gonna be fun. You know, fun-ish Leon. I thought, I thought it was a nice, cute little touch that uh, Doctor Salvador. Was cutting the the supports of like the top part oh, of, of the, the um roof. of the the fucking mm. scaffolding yeah the house oh man that was fucking cool man stuff yeah, stuff dude. like that is um yeah like I I'm like the other remakes like you know seven and eight stuff I don't expect in these remakes and these games dude, bitch that can't come even swim bitch, that's my bitch can't uh, even swim my... is like. The best thing they could have possibly done. That's my flair yeah. in um in the Resident Evil subreddit. It's a it's a it's Jill. It's Jill's face, and then it just says "bitch can't even swim" because <laughs> they let you type what you want. Is your flair in that sub? That's a good one. That line is incredible. Yeah, man. That man, the Nemesis remake proved to me that they know what they're doing yeah. when it comes to editing around like the existing. You know, like they completely remove that whole boss fight with Nemesis where you basically open the acid vats and melt him into a big gooey pile. Yeah. And I'm like, good, because that was kind of fucking dumb, originally speaking. But Did they that's in the game. Right. But he, he doesn't turn into like a goo pile. That is then a boss fight. No, <laughs> I mean, that is the boss fight because he's right. running around the goo vats yeah. and. You gotta blow up the goo vats. Right, but in the original, it was like Nemesis was there, and then he, you have to open the the goo the vats onto the goo pile that Nemesis became when you melted him. Oh right, and he's yeah. just like a weird blob that kind of like shifts around, and it's not scary or intense, and it doesn't well, really fit with the theme of the game. You you have to realize that the Resident Evil Three remake team was kicked off of Resident Evil Four. I and I'm kind of sad. I mean, I guess maybe I get it, but. I'm glad that they kept some things from Resident Evil 3 Remake, though. 
Right. Yeah. Like, like the parry the parry system is definitely like an upgraded version of the dodge mechanic yep. the dodge on the the perfect dodge. Right. Like that's like some be, of that stuff was definitely like really good. And like that game is really good. I I don't know why it's as like lambasted as Because it was short. I guess people were mad that it was so short. What do you mean I get to play it again? Speaking of with a hot dogger. Speaking of short, how about that Salazar? Huh? Look, 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 look. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So he looks like, so good. Yeah, dude. The fucking. I'm glad that they went through the the gameplay trailer first and then showed the the story trailer after because seeing Salazar as a tiny little George Washington. Yep. Dude, I think we're get. I think we're getting a robot Salazar. We fucking better. You better. I really, I really think we are. He I is think so. such a I'm silly there's little so man. Much, there's so much. There's enough camp in this. It. There's a lot of camp in the, because like parrying the fucking his guard saw with a oh with a knife God. is Car camp. Is camp. <laughs> yep. So I'm glad it's campy. It's gonna be campy, and I'm. Do glad you think they're gonna? Do you think they're gonna do something different if you stand on the dock for too long in this game? Uh oh, maybe. Do you think or that it's gonna shoot, be like a surprise? If you shoot the water. If you shoot the water and the the fucking um. Big crocodile. The, the crocodile, the big, the big sea creature, comes out and kills you. You know, I gotta admit, I, I kind of, I know it's so easy to cut, but they can't cut you three, that giant weird experimental monster. No, they're not. They're not. That, the that guy has to be in. That, that guy has to gotta be in it, man. He's gonna, he's gonna be in it. See and seeing um, run around the maze. <laughs> you three and uh, what's the other guy's name? The guy with the with the um, with the the nitrous can- cans to freeze him. Oh, the uh, oh. Salazar's bodyguards with the, the, the left hand and the right hand. What are they called? Yeah. Your right hand comes off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait. This game's gonna, this game's gonna change. Oh, my man. I just thought I just remembered the one guy, the blind guy with the claw. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, dude. I'm really excited. Uh, yeah, I'm rewatching um, the gameplay trailer, trailer right now, and you know immediately what makes this game better than the Silent Hill 2 remake? Leon's fucking hair looks like a human's hair. He's flipping it out of his way. It's, it's kind of blown the same away. haircut, too, if you think about it. Kind right? of, but this one actually reacts like hair does. Like when he fires I mean, his gun, Leon, his hair though, blows right? back. If they fucked up his hair mechanics in the remake, then it would be a failure. That's that Resident Evil engine, up. man. It can do anything. Yeah, it really can. <laughs> yeah, this this yeah. looks amazing. The lighting is so fucking good. Like, wow. Yeah. Holy yep. shit. Going Verdu- to that basement? Verdugo. That's the guy. Mm. That is the, the the boss fight where you empty all your oh, fucking yeah. ammo on. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. And then, obviously, Krauser. I'm interested to see how they do that or if they even have Krauser in it. Krauser better I'm, be in it, but I'm I'm hopeful that it's not going to be reliant on um, quick time events like quick it was time, Yeah, that's going to be like I was going to say. No, no, that's no. Gonna you're going to shoot the... his knees. You're going to shoot his legs with an Uzi, and then he falls down. Well, yeah, let me see. Or you just shit. keep knifing his leg. <laughs> just keep knifing his leg the whole time, even in professional mode. That works. Do we think um, the suplex is going to be back, or is that going to be too yeah, silly? Of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, because yeah. the roundhouse kick is there. Yeah, the roundhouse kick is there. Uh, they didn't the show. Yeah, they didn't protector. show them. They didn't show the regenerators, which those are going to be the scary. They're going to be one. too scary. They're going to be. That's going to be the scary, scary ones. And they didn't show. <laughs> like, uh, I love those guys. They didn't show the Las Plagas, uh, Ganados too. Oh, so, there's a yeah. there's a bunch of stuff they didn't show, which I'm I'm happy they didn't show yet. I like just slow roll it for me. 
that yeah. was a moment in the original Resident Evil 4 that like blew my young mind in 2005 or whatever it was. When you, do you think flashbacks are going to be are going to be OP against those guys again? Or no? Oh, of course. Um, yeah, I mean, like I kind of hope so because that was like always a fun mechanic. I think you're going to see that laser cannon in it in some way, shape, or form too. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna throw in the goofy one goofy weapon from. Uh, from the like the from weird the original, yeah. I mean, because we, we got what we got the infinite launcher, there's we got the Tommy the Chicago gun, typewriter. yeah, yeah, the yeah. Chicago typewriter, which is the cool there's just a room with a rocket launcher in it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a glass random, case. Room. <laughs> random room with rocket launcher in a glass case. If it was my castle, that would be something oh, I would do, like, oh, that room's a rocket launcher room. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of grenades and shotgun ammo inside a glass case in your living room in the castle. <laughs> it's yeah, like not? the room is separated by a giant cage that lowers by by not, the like, lever. <laughs> like, they show oh, like they man. show more too. They show they show Sadler and like his cronies. Like oh, Sadler's gonna be putting uh, putting Ashley on the on the sacrifice table. Such a which, nemesis. Yeah, we didn't we didn't see any of that. Like we just gonna be we just like, talked uh, about it. Like Mr. X. Show it. Like yeah, I think he's gonna be a little Mr. X like. I think he's gonna be yeah. stomping around the Sadler <laughs> or the um Sadler. Or the big Lord the big Sadler. About oh, I'm sorry, that's they have, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Chief Menendez. Um, Menendez, yeah. Chief Menendez is gonna be, be stomping He's gonna be the nemesis. Yeah, yeah right. Sadler's yep. just gonna be hanging out until the end. Ah, I can't believe and like it has a date. It's real. Like it's right. coming early next year oh man dude i can't wait man and john has to buy two copies of it yeah so can we talk about that (laughs) yeah please please i I want to hear how this happened i was fucking i was flipping out i called devin like five times but i think he was seeing black adam or something just to scream at him because like they were like after the story trailer came out they're like pre-order today like they showed the fucking collector's edition and i was like Okay, I'm down. And they were like pre-order today. I was like, okay, I guess I gotta, I guess I gotta put my fucking shoes on and get in line on <laughs> online and, and wait. But they they dropped a Steam pre-order, and then it was like waiting. And then like, and then they didn't say that it was only available on GameStop, but you kind of know that it is because that's how it's always been with all the, the collector's editions. So then the the GameStop link went up and it said sold out. Like I was there, I was ready. I cl- I clicked on it as soon as it came up on Twitter, and the collector's edition said sold out. But then Wario sixty four said that it says sold out, but the the it's not up yet. It's just not up yet. Mm. So I waited another hour. Like it, they slow rolled the shit out of those pre orders, man. I waited another hour. He finally said, "Okay, you can click pre order now," and I got it and then i don't know if this probably wouldn't have changed my mind but then i read the contents of it and it said physical <laughs> physical game in in steel book and i was like well that fucking sucks because i was really happy that it wasn't 300 dollars because resident evil 2 remake and resident evil 3 remake collector's edition were 299 and this oh, one was man. 249 so i was like oh yeah this is awesome it's w but i have to buy the i have to buy it again because I don't have a disc PlayStation, so he's discless. So maybe I'll just keep that one sealed, the steel book, and then maybe I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, Owen, you gotta Owen get you gotta, you gotta so, get your fucking Leon statue out of the box. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, like I'm really happy it, that I can trust 
these guys to make a good game. Like that's it's like from soft with with Elden Ring and this. Like I'm just happy. Like I was happy knowing it's coming out and knowing it's going to be good. Like I I, right. I know it. Like I'm I'm confident and I'm I trust these guys because I played three other or two other remakes that they made that were amazing. You know, mm-hmm. very cool, good feeling. And, and remakes that rare. get the tone. Yeah. Right. They they understand what those games were. They made a lot of editorial changes, but they never lost what made those games good to begin with. And in fact, they enhanced what made those games good to begin with right. in a lot of ways. And the great so, thing is, too, that this game that they're remaking is what informed them to remake two and three. Really, when you think about it, as far as the gameplay sure. goes. So it's like absolutely it's all coming back again, full circle and coming back to form. And it's just it's good. Well, Resident Evil 4 redefined video games for the next like yeah. 20 years when it came out, yeah. right? Like how Stick many around. games have been over the shoulder action shooters with like some light inventory management as a result of Resident Evil 4's incredible success way back on the GameCube. Yep. I think Dead Space and Last Dead Space, of Us. you could draw a line from Resident Evil 4 to Last of Us, uh, Dead Space, Gears of War, um, a lot of these like multi-million dollar franchises that are like you know uh, kind of indicative of what gaming has been for the last forever so Mm -hmm. i'm really excited to go back to that original game in resident evil 4 and you know see how do you improve on a game that was already perfect yeah and i trust them to do it i don't trust blooper team to do it with silent hill uh but i really do trust them uh this capcom team to make um if it's not better than the original Resident Evil 4, because again, it's really hard to improve on perfection. Like you wouldn't remake fucking Casablanca. You wouldn't remake Silence of the Lambs. But I'm, I'm just really excited to see what they do with this game. Everything I have seen has me like on the edge of my seat. Like I cannot wait for March. Me mm. too. Sorry. The question is, is um, do I play it on Xbox as well? It's coming out for uh, John, the tradition if alive. you don't if you don't play it on every platform it comes out <laughs> on, you will be doing yourself a disservice. It's gonna come out. You're gonna have way. to buy. It. Yeah, I, I will send you. I will let you borrow my gaming PC to play <laughs> with a mouse and keyboard. No, I'll never do that. Are you kidding me? I'll never play on mouse and keyboard. No way. You gotta get that never chainsaw controller, man. Yeah, get that chainsaw controller for GameCube working on your PS5. <laughs> Oh God! <clears throat> oh yeah, do I, Steve? Do I play it on the cloud on Switch when that, when that comes out? <laughs> it's ten years. I mean, <laughs> you gotta right. You gotta play it on everything. Yeah. When dude, the first thing comes Sam back, said, the first thing Sam said there. to me was, "She was like, oh, you didn't even beat it for Oculus yet.'" And I was like, "You son of a bitch!" <laughs> right. <laughs> I did not beat it yet, so I have to do. That's my mission. You know, the future. Here in March, you're gonna get like a smart that. fridge, and you're gonna be like, "Ah, fuck it, I'm gonna." I'm gonna beat it on the smart fridge. <laughs> like you're uh, gonna have to. Like game just standing in front of the fridge. Too. John, get out of the way. I'm trying to get something out of the uh, fridge. This is your first gigante. I gotta fight him. Where is it? Someday, I do hope that it is like Doom, and it will run on every piece of technology that <laughs> exists. You think they would go hard again on this too? Because it's not like Resident Evil Two is coming out on like everything right i don't know mm. it came out uh, 2 came out on playstation xbox and pc and it's coming to switch eventually right 
the cloud version? Oh yeah, on the cloud. He can play it on the cloud on Switch. He can play it on a cloud. Oh yeah, and they were saying, oh, this is the interesting thing too, Tim, is uh, Resident Evil Village is coming out on Mac. Oh. They were they made a big deal out of that too, I, I, which is cool. Hilarious. Cool, I, I guess. So <laughs> for for the one person who has like a fucking, yeah, it's like who's gonna fucking play fucking Resident Evil Village? Well, that's the thing. Maybe Resident Evil Four will. No. And then you'll have to buy a fucking uh, an iMac in order to play it there. You yeah. spend twenty five. It's twenty seven hundred dollars on a uh, badass. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just do it. On PlayStation on Xbox. But fuck, what do you, you have a Series S or a Series X? I have a Series S, yeah. Okay, yeah, me too. I'll, if you play it on both, I'll play it on both. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I, I'm, I'm going in here planning on playing it multiple times, like I did. You have to with the original to. and with Resident Evil Three. Like I platinum Resident Evil Three in like a week. In like a week, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so I kind of want to do the same thing. But also, if it's it. not, if it's shorter, or if it's not, if it's not short, like Resident Evil Three was, then I don't think that's going to be feasible, right? Resident Evil Three was feasible because it was a short game. Yeah, because you can mm. blow through it in three hours. Yeah, but um, what's his what's his name? Um, the uh, pro- one of the producers said that the remake is about the same length as the original. So, Ooh. so like a what 15 a hour game, game if, they, if you know what you're doing. If they cut out the island, what are they at? They must add something, right? Well, maybe maybe it's not an island, maybe it, they they choose a different location, different setting, type and yeah. and you still have that third act and maybe it's just better, hopefully. Hmm. But man, like dude, like Seeing the hordes of Ganados just smother you in in the uh, extended gameplay, it was like, oh man, I'm like, man, they really, they're doing it, they're doing it right. Yeah, they got that whole like mob kind of mentality thing. Yeah, because they they kind of like they kind of had a little bit of something like that in Resident Evil Two Remake. Yeah, if yeah. you guys remember the when you're in the um the like the basement or the garage of the yeah the parking the garage right? station. Yeah, and then like they, you know, the you release all the prisoners yeah. and they all come oh, out. Yeah. I remember that. But like, it wasn't like mechanically like the way <laughs> I was so distraught during that part when I was playing Resident Evil Two that I just threw like every grenade I had because I didn't know what to do <laughs> because the game's not the game's not designed that way, right? Because it's not you got... designed like Resident Evil Four, right? right. When I, when I so played I, like, that I tried part, to run through, and I could you couldn't you can't run through these guys. So I just threw every grenade that I had, and they all right. Died. It, you you kind of have to, right? Because if you're playing Leon A, like what at least both times I've played through Leon A, you have a horde of zombies on one side and Mister X walking yeah. down the hall towards you on the other, and you got to make a choice. So yeah, you yeah. Just throw every fucking expendable you have. <laughs> like, I feel like there was probably a, a Resident Evil two way to get through that that I just, but I just panicked. Because I, I always, you know, it's funny that, that you say that when I played it. I always go Mr. X round and get punched in the mouth. <laughs> like, oh, you just go right, right, right. You go right. Up I take to the it. sacrificial punch to the face. And then just, I, to, just right, you, you, at least then you only get punched it. once and then you yeah. can probably get away. Exactly. That was my yeah, that's problem. probably what I could have done. But yeah, again, for, for me, I saw like <laughs> I saw like 50 zombies come out. and I'm, I was like, all right, I guess we're fucking doing this. I'm just going to throw every grenade I have. <laughs> I threw like three or four grenades. I burned them all. And then not only that, once you once you get through that, the fucking dogs come out in the garage. Yeah. So yep. like, I, I was like spent after that. 
Yeah, for me, yeah, my lizard brain, my lizard brain goes. Mm, I, I'd rather take my chances with the fifty zombies than one Mister X. To be perfectly honest, hmm, interesting. <laughs> because when I was a kid and I played the original uh, Resident Evil Three, like there was nothing more horrifying to me than the like he had that one instant death attack. Nemesis had that oh, one instant yeah. like murder. Right. And so whenever I see a giant Resident Evil villain, I'm like, nope, got to put as much distance between me and it as humanly possible. Nah, he just beats you up a little bit, Mr. X. No, I mean, like, gives I'm, you a big old punch. Yeah, I'm aware punch of that now, but in the moment, my my brain goes, nope, you can kill the zombies, you can't kill Mr. X. Yeah, so I'm definitely burning some vacation days when <laughs> this comes out. <laughs> yeah, dude, for sure. Well, oh, fellas, uh, I don't really have much of a segue, but I want to move on to uh, a movie that I watched Ooh. this week. Um, was it Black Adam? It was not Black Adam. I'm going to watch Good, that. because I was going to drop the call if it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I can't do it anymore, okay? I can't put on a face and be like, oh, this might be something good. I just got to go see it and give it my opinion. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I'm, I'm 36, okay? I've been going to see movies for almost every week of every year for the past 20 years of my life. You just see these trailers and you see the certain things that are so risk-averse in every way, shape, or form that they can't be interesting. You see it before you go to see the movie. So it's like... I don't need to see the movie to make my opinion about this stuff. I know what I'm going to so see. Wait, so are you on my side? Because when Devin invited us all out to go see it, I was like, oh, I'm not wasting my fucking a yeah. baby, my mom babysitting the baby. For I'm not baby. wasting money like on going so to wanna, see this. Right. <laughs> like, I don't yeah, want like, to. He kind of shit on me. And I'm like, dude, like, I'm not going to like ask my mom to babysit the kid so I can go out and see fucking. Halloween ends. You know, no, no. Halloween ends is one thing. I wanted to see that because that was like the end of the trilogy and all that. But the, I just watched it on Peacock. I you you did the right. Oh, it's out on Peacock. Uh, we will talk money. about that. In a <laughs> Watch but it real quick with Black Adam. Uh, I just I I look at that movie and I see nothing original. Oh, so you did watch Black Adam? No, no. I'm just talking about just looking oh. at the trailer without having seen the film. I I don't want to see it. I have no interest. I'll wait for it. On HBO Max, I'm not going to spend money on. It. Sure. Yeah. Why would you? Now the movie I'm going to talk about, Halloween Ends. I did. I I spent the cash to go see it in theaters because I think I've seen every other of the new Halloweens in theaters. And unlike a lot of the cooler people on the internet, I <laughs> I did not like this movie. Um, I understand where a lot of people came from with this film because it's very different than most Halloween films that have come come uh, uh, down down the, the street. But um, it's so poorly executed and so clunky that I, I even if it's new and different, it's hard to take serious and it's hard to like as a film. Um, now, Steve, you said you, you saw it too, right? Yeah, I watched it. I watched. Well, it took me two days to watch it because the first time I tried to watch it, I fell asleep because I was so bored. Yeah, it's not really. <laughs> That's what you want in a Halloween movie, right? <laughs> no, like this movie is like so back ended. It is very much. Um, I'd say because it's, it's kind of. I'd say it's front and back. In the yeah, yeah. Like the the, the, in, the intro feels like a short film, right? And then it feels like they tried to make a whole movie around that short film. 
Um, and, and I, like Chris, I'm there with you. Where like it kind of blew my mind that like there's like so many people on the internet being like, I'm "Not gonna like us. I love this movie." Yeah, it feels it feels like they know that it's not a good movie because <laughs> they keep apologizing. So they're like, they're like, "I'm sorry, but I just I like this movie." Well, I guess it has. <laughs> I guess it's one of those things where you're like, if you're okay with just somebody taking something and going a completely different direction than you would think. But it's like not a good one of those. Yeah, either. it isn't. It isn't. I agree. Um, I think it, if you're just interested in that, like taking something that's been kind of run into the ground and doing something different, I respect that. That much. Now, Tim, Tim, let me let me pick your mind here, Tim. Okay. Uh, Tim, uh, Halloween. Yep. Um, huge, huge fan of the original. When you think of when you think of like Halloween um, and like you know what it is, like can you can you just describe something about me? about Halloween just like, like something like that comes to mind come like when you think of John Halloween. Carpenter's Halloween from 1970 yeah just like the, the Halloween franchise uh, so when I think of the Halloween franchise I think of the I think of the shape more than anything else I think you don't think the, you don't think hold on I'm sorry you don't think of corn <laughs> no I don't think of corn all right keep going I'm sorry no Wait, not, mean, not corn corn <laughs> Oh, you don't Corey. think of corn? I thought you said corn. I was like, with a K <laughs> no, no, and a backwards no, no. R? You think of the band Corn, baby? You should. No, no, I don't. Because uh, that no, guy's I, a freak on a leash. I think of the shape. I think of uh, John Carpenter's brilliant original concept of making the uh, the suburbs a place where people in the 50s and 60s mostly fled to from the cities in an effort to find, you know, uh, safety. And like completely ruining that by having a story largely about a unknowable evil stalking the shadows of the suburbs and the complete unwillingness of anyone to do anything about it. Right. Uh, to, so me, not, to me, the original Halloween is defined by the scene where Laurie has been slashed with the knife and has the kids locked up and runs outside and goes to the neighbor's house and slams on the door saying, somebody please help me. Yeah, but and like, you what see if the light turn on and then turn off. What if <laughs> Laurie kicked that door so hard that it knocked uh -huh. one of those kids off a balcony? <laughs> um, well, that wouldn't make any sense. Laurie... Yeah, right. That would yeah, be, right? that would uh -huh. be bad. That would be bad. I will. I will mm -hmm. say, Tim, there is something in this. I, I'm. It's. It's not necessarily spoilery because it doesn't have anything to do necessarily. Oh, I've read all the, the spoilers of... because I don't care. Oh, I, okay. I haven't seen this. <laughs> I haven't seen a single one of the David Gordon Green movies, and I don't care to because to the me, first Halloween, Halloween is a the original Halloween is like a perfect thing. It is. It's a perfect yeah. horror movie. It does. It did not need any sequels. Like I, I have a soft spot for Halloween two. I have a soft spot for Halloween three. But yeah, largely, season of the witch, baby. Largely, I think those movies don't need to exist. And uh, I'm very, I'm very much the kind of person who's totally fine with letting things lie. I think that if something is so good, like Halloween one, it, it's a movie that stands on its own. It doesn't need to be a franchise. It doesn't need all this other shit attached well, to it. Well, here's the thing. Tim, I would, I would thing rather. I feel like that's what the filmmakers felt. Okay. But true. They were too cowardly to pursue that endeavor I see. all the way. Because this is a movie that you know, they sold it as a Michael versus Laurie for the last time. That's true. Right? That's very true. And the main I mean, you read all the spoilers you said. Yeah, so I know that, that there's but, this kid named Corey who is like the main character of most of the movie. Well, it, like 
They, oh, yeah, you go, Chris. It, it does propose, and this is the thing that really stuck in my crawl, and I, I thought it was silly. It proposes that Haddonfield is falling apart, like people are committing suicide, and they're dying in record number, just because Michael Myers' evil is like a virus. So they that, turned it into Derry from the It movies. Basically. Yes. Michael, Michael Myers Michael yes. Myers is the Pennywise of Haddonfield. Yes. I mean, he yes. lives in the fucking sewer basically too like (laughs) no just like pennywise like legit you saying that made me go oh dude they just ripped off it it's very much more stephen king than john carpenter it's very much like and they're like moments that are almost vi on supernatural and guys john carpenter's better than stephen king (laughs) i know i know (laughs) and that's the problem (laughs) because this film it's trying to be something that a lot of the the good Halloween movies weren't like something that isn't so grounded in reality and doesn't get you uh, a fearful of looking in the corner of your house. Like this is more about like a town falling apart because of an old killer who lives in a, in a pipe. But keep in mind this killer, this killer also killed a bunch of people like, the year before. Right. right. Or, sorry. Four, like four like years. three, four years four before, years, yeah. but like it, it, it is so shocking to me that Hollywood 2018 and this movie are made by the same person. It's very true because Hollywood 2018, like you calling legit, it Hollywood. I think you mean Halloween. No, no. Hollywood 2018. Hollywood okay. 2018, baby. <laughs> oh, sorry. Thank you. For, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Halloween. Seen the movie, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm just. You know. <laughs> they changed the name. That's Mike Halloween 2018. Hollywood. Like has such a good like part where like one of the kids is just like, yeah, there's like school shootings every other day. Mm-hmm. Like one dude stabbed like three babysitters in 1978. Like, why should I care? Right, right, right. And then the sequel of that movie is literally an entire town going insane yeah. and throwing <laughs> people off the hospitals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then this movie is literally like that guy who killed three people you in know, 1978. You know, you know what it kind of reminds me of? Like, Laurie kind of excusing all the dumb shit they did in Kills. Like, the town went nuts because of Michael, obviously. <laughs> Like, yeah, no, it's like, no. no your town no. was always kind of shitty, and they they always had that in them. Like she was excusing it, like all the right. shitty behavior of the town. I don't like that. I didn't. Ah, that thing really bothered me. That that plot point. Well, that, like that's the thing. It's like you know they they weirdly go out of their way to be like, you know, oh Haddonfield is like a messed up place now, right? And it's like. The thing about Haddonfield and in the Halloween original film is it's like it's any town USA. Right. Exactly. Yes. It's supposed to That's be the entire point. Mundane. It's not supposed to be like falling apart or great. Like it's just supposed to be. Right. It's not supposed to have a fucking hell mouth underneath it. It's a fucking town that you live in. It's supposed to be like your house. And that's what makes it work so well, goddamn Tim, maybe well. Every, everybody's got a weird old killer in a pipe somewhere. You don't get the old town. Myers pipe that y'all. You go into, and then he looks into your eyes, and he goes, oh, you've got my eyes. I can't do it. That really bothered me. Wait, that Michael really talks at this No, he doesn't no, talk. No. It's a basic, it's basic, like, because other characters have conversations where they're like, I looked into his eyes, and yeah, yeah the eyes. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Jaws speech, but with, like, Corey. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so much that they're trying to change and add to the mythos that 
I didn't like. I didn't like the changes, and I didn't think they were implemented well. Like, I understand the idea of being like, oh, let's make, let's make a, like, let's pass the torch. But then, like, yeah. you know, they failed at that. Yeah, man, I mean, listen, I, I, I do respect the fact that they tried to do something really different. But, hey, with that, it comes failure, an easier failure, right? Like, yeah. I feel like it's easier to fail if you don't have a clear message, which this movie doesn't have. It's very muddled. Yeah, and it's just not. It's I think it's poorly made. It's a poorly made movie, and it makes the actors look bad too. Like Jamie Lee Curtis, which I think she had a great turn in Everything Everywhere All at Once, and then this. She's oh my goodness, absolutely she's good. She's not good in this. She's what's well, because like the the only stuff they gave her in this was like tertiary character, and then they were like, oh well, we kind of have to make it a Halloween movie because right. like the end of this movie tested bad. So we need to go yeah. back and reshoot stuff. Exactly. Um, yeah. Long story short, I think uh, Halloween kills is a kill. Well, how appropriate, huh? Halloween ends is a kill. Oh, Halloween ends is a kill. Ha <laughs> ha. Confusing mm. me. Do they, um, do they deal with the fact that Michael Myers would be a 65 year old man at this point in yeah. time? Yeah. No, no, dude. That's like a majority of this movie is points in the film where Michael Myers gets fucking punked on just and they, you're just a man in a mask. Yeah, pretty much. Like <laughs> fucking people just like dunk on him like nonstop. Is in this he a man movie. in a mask or is he the source of all of the evil in this town? Which is it? I don't understand which the, the movie's trying to make. I don't get it. I don't know which point it's. So walk me walk me through some of this Corey stuff because like he's being my Corey understanding of the, of the kicks a child off uh, a stairwell a in a house. Okay, and he dies. How do you accidentally um, drop kick a kid? The well, kid locked him into a room, and he was like trying to kick the door open, and the kid was standing uh, right in front of the door. And so, so when the door he, swings when open, he, when he big booted the door, the kid right. flew over the I banister. I laughed at that too. That is a very <laughs> funny scene. <laughs> like the intro of the movie is all right. I will, I will give it that. Um, but then, like the rest of the movie, oh, focuses Steve, on that. Can we talk about the fact that? Because Devin brought this up, and I he's right, and he seemed to like it. So I, I don't know. Can we talk about the fact that a 36-year-old man is being bullied by the band <laughs> kids from high Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Uh, What's that, man? Is that, yeah, dude. Is that supposed to be funny? Because that's fucking funny. So I don't think he's supposed to be 36, but he's definitely supposed to be like in his 20s. Late, like, he's got to be late 20s, right? Is he early 20s? He's got to be the same age of as what are, what's her name. And she was in Halloween 2018, a high school student. Okay, all right, yeah. So I'm imagining they're putting him, him in the ballpark because in the beginning, in 2019, he says he's going to college to become an engineer. Yeah, 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 that's true. And then that's in true. 2022, The fact he that it's, is, it's a band kids doing it? No, yeah, it's like one kid in a letterman jacket and then the rest are all band geeks <laughs> what the fuck is that that's so silly like that i couldn't like me and devin were losing it watching that like we we were like both looking at you like there those are band kids right he said band right like we didn't we thought we misheard <laughs> them kids in the van dude <laughs> dude they should have played that up more and they like right pushed him to the ground and then take their big what's the big the big tuba put the tuba in his oh, face and play it in his face <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm Corey. <laughs> and it's like th this movie makes like a really big like deal out of like 
AM radio stations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like what? I didn't understand. I didn't understand. Decade is this movie what from that was supposed to correlate to? Especially considering, is it supposed to be the town is like old fashioned? But that's not really the case either. Like, no, it's just they have a 1970s like radio station where a guy with an who's afro. dressed with an afro, like right out of the 70s, like plays all the hits. Yeah, what is that? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It sounds yeah. like a bad movie, guys. It is. I think it is. I don't. So. It's, so, so, so they're positioning Corey to take over for Michael Myers as like the new bad guy of Haddonfield, Illinois, right? But he he, acc- he accidentally kills a kid. No, so like the 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 thing is, it's supposed to be that like the town has mistreated him for mm-hmm. like the uh, the the accident that He's happened. A pariah. He's a pariah, and. They said because of this open wound that he has, that evil could get in easily and infect him. Because there's a point where she's looking at his hand that got cut earlier, and she's like, "You're, you're infected." Right. So because because Laurie's granddaughter starts falling for Corey, and so it starts kind of becoming like, "Oh man, the bad boy." So it's a movie that's sympathizing then with folks who are pushed to an extreme as a result of their social uh inabilities there there's sort of like you said he's a social pariah because of an accident yeah. and the film is focused on this guy who killed a child whether it was accidental or not he still killed a child right and you're supposed to sympathize with him as a result right. of his mistreatment with the town and that's where kind of it, it's it kind of hits a wall because you're there's a lot of moments where it's it, they, they're trying to make you empathize with just about everybody in the movie, Michael included. Actually, a few of those. There's a few situations where somebody brings up a perspective on Laurie and Michael's relationship, and you're like, "Wow, I, I, yeah, I can that see is that. that is a pretty interesting part." Yeah, like, it, when, <laughs> like a woman comes out of nowhere. Like Laurie's like smiling because she talked to like her crush from Halloween Kills, <laughs> and like she's like smiling and like. This woman comes out of nowhere and goes, "Why do you got a fucking smile on your face? Yeah, you yeah. could." And then she points to like her, like her, like poor sister who was in the second movie and had like stabbed her throat neck. stabbed in the neck with a fluorescent <laughs> light bulb. And she's like, she can't even talk anymore because of that man. And it's like you coaxed him. Yeah. You, it was like, what do they describe it as? They like the, um, the DJ said, uh, "Oh, it was like the high school oh, girl." The DJ, I'm sorry, that made fun of a mentally handicapped man kid until he got angry and then went after her. Like that stuff. I see what they were trying to do with them trying to empathize with Michael, with Corey, with everybody in the situation. But it's just, I don't know, it's too little too late. It's an hour and 40 minute movie to set that all up well. Yeah, and also, like, these movies have made it the point that, like, Laurie had nothing to do with, like, the Myers, like, massacre. She's just always been just, like, there. Yeah, she's a bystander. Yeah, bystander. Yeah, exactly. And, like, the, the, the the first 2018 like goes out of its way to drive that point where like, she's been haunted by this man and this guy does not give a fuck. He's just a tornado of violence. Right, 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 right. Uh, yeah. Like that, that's kind of the most frustrating thing about this is there are some really interesting ideas. It's just, it's just executed so poorly. And then 
the pacing is so weird and a lot of the Do you like it more than Halloween Kills? No. <laughs> okay, okay. Like I think yeah, Halloween Kills at least has some fun kills. Fun. Like I think there's some fun stuff in this, but it's like too little. And I kind of wish this movie was more in the vein of Season of the Witch where like rather than try to fit Myers and Haddonfield in yeah. the movie that doesn't really isn't really their movie. Like just go off and like do your own thing. Right. Like that would make the been... third one in your trilogy like the one that doesn't fit. It's like well, see, that, not, that's what's not interesting. I was gonna say that's what's interesting about the the franchise of Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. Originally, John Carpenter's idea when he went to get funding for his three hundred thousand dollars or whatever it was to make the original Halloween movie, he was like, you know, why isn't there a movie that's just called Halloween? And he made it this incredible thing and then immediately let go of it, said, no, I'm not doing it anymore. Like you could pay me for the character or whatever, but not doing it. But the original conceit was that he was go. His plan was to do like a Halloween movie like every year, but have it be an anthology thing. Right, right. right no, just have it be like Halloween, Halloween two should have been honestly Halloween two should have been season of the witch. Right. And there should never have been a continuation of the Michael Myers story in my eyes. Because I think Halloween as a concept, the original, is pretty unassailable in terms of what it's set up and what it's trying to do. And when you, it feels like these, every sequel I have seen, I've seen yeah. H2O and Resurrection and all that shit, they try to too hard to get into the psychology of Michael Myers yeah. because you have to make, mm. a, when you start examining who Michael Myers is, you have to make a choice. Is he the shape? from the original movie who has no internal thoughts, no internal reason. He's according to Donald Pleasance, he is literally just a conduit of evil. Um, there's nothing behind his eyes. He does not care. He is a blank vessel for violence, just like Corey baby. <laughs> or is he, a is he a psychiatric patient in a mask that, you know, had some sort of uh, past trauma or past tragedy that drove him to be this thing like you find out in subsequent Halloween movies. And to me, it works a hell of a lot better when he's just a thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And you try to get into the brain and this is like uh, everything I've read about Halloween ends and the David Gordon Reed movies kind of leads me to believe that this was uh, kind of an attempt to examine why not Michael Myers in general, but more generally speaking, why people turn to violence? Why are there so many mass shootings? Why are there serial killers? Why is there uh, this penchant for people uh, on the sort of outside uh, edge of society to turn violent? Um, And that is not, you can make a movie that explores that. You can't make a movie that explores that with the horror icon of the last 50 years at the heart of it. Yeah, it doesn't mm. make sense. <laughs> it, it doesn't, it just, it doesn't you, fit you that lose, mold. You lose any gravitas that you could possibly have behind your point about, you know, uh, extremism and violence and shit like that. When it's still a guy wearing a William Shatner mask, that was just the cheapest thing around in 1978 when they needed to make their killer look scary. Um, yeah, it, it just loses so much for me personally, when you try to figure out who Michael is, Michael is best served being a unknowable demon than like yeah. a guy in a mask who gets dunked on in a sewer pipe. 
does a it, lot. In yeah. This. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, lo- long story short, um, I, yeah, I just did not like it. Yeah, it's too late. We were just no, that's just, that was, that was the clue is one of my favorite comedies. I was just doing the thing for the uh, I like, it, I like this discussion to be clear. It, oh yeah, no, I, I, I'm glad to talk about horror movies whenever I can. And I'm glad that somebody, I like the fact that there was something different in this film, but it's just so poorly made. I can't say it was good. I don't suggest people to go see it. It's a, it's a kill. You could do a really interesting movie about like Michael Myers having like a protege. Like that could be an interesting concept. If you don't make the entire movie about the protege. Well, that's yeah, (laughs) that's the unfortunate thing about this. And it's also it's such a short runtime. Like I've actually heard that this story has been novel. Like there's a novelization of this, of Halloween ends for some reason. And they say it's better. They say it it better explains the, the plot and the characters and the, the more of the change that they wanted to make in this movie. I wouldn't mind reading that just to see, because I feel like if you flesh this idea out a little bit, it could be good. Um, I just, it just wasn't in this. It wasn't enough of anything. It was muddled. I don't know what choice the director was trying to make when it came, came to Michael. I don't know. I don't know if he wants him to be a human or he wants him to be something more than that. It's, it's, Ugh, it's too much. I can't get a read on like what they want because yeah. like at the end of Halloween Kills, it's like, oh, dude, that guy's unkillable. He's a monster. He's a he's a he's a he's more than a man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then in this one, it's like literally people are knocking him over and shitting in his face, and he's like barely can move. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like he's he's so crippled and old. Like it's just. Yeah. And it's like, he's like, why aren't you scared of me anymore? And they're like, we lived in 2020, man. You're nothing. <laughs> that would have been way funnier. Like a Michael Myers who just isn't scary to anybody. <laughs> I mean, why aren't you guys scared of me no more? Dude, we dealt with some shit. <laughs> At least you're wearing a mask. <laughs> 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 oh, you're here. Here. Uh, 10 out of yeah. 10. 10 out of 10 movie you just made. <laughs> I uh, that's so, just uh, a sheer curiosity which movie is better, Halloween Ends or It Chapter 2? Because it sounds oh, like they both deal with the concept of a town being poisoned by a supernaturally evil entity and people not being afraid of that entity and insulting it until it goes away. Similar problems, poor execution. It's hard to say. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Halloween ends because yeah. it is an hour. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, That's and true. a half it runtime as opposed to it's seven hours long. Like yeah, three hours. Both are very similar in their attempt to try to capture something a little different when it comes to their main character, their main villain, but it just fail miserably when it comes to uh, creating. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you said that it chapter two is worse because it chapter two had the benefit of so much goodwill from the first movie being really fun and really good. Uh, and then completely burnt all of that with its absolutely piss poor execution. Granted, I think that's more of a King problem than anything else. Yeah, but, yeah I was um, going to say that. I think that's more King related and that, because that's a real Chris, close adaptation. Chris, when are you going to do John Carpenter on Galani and Jill? Because I will be 100% there for that. You know, it's one of those things where 
I try to do the Galani and Chills of movies that I really haven't seen because I've seen every John Carpenter movie. Okay. And it's, it's right. how many are there? Are there a lot? Of those? Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Oof, that's a. It's a, it's a big one. Yeah, I've seen them all. I've, I've seen uh, you know, Assault Precinct Thirteen, Starman, all like yeah. the really Starman's interesting too. Like I would love. To I, I like that. Starman, but I don't love Starman. But I think it's very good. I think there's some really cool like acting choices being made in Starman. Like I think absolutely Jeff Bridges really does something cool with that role. Um, but yeah, like. I don't know. I've seen them all. I've seen them all a lot too, like more than once. And I, I, I'm going with the stuff that's a little bit more like out of my element. A bit. That's fair. I just want a forum in which I can talk about Prince of Darkness at length. Well, that's a really underrated movie, <laughs> and it has Alice Cooper in it. So it sure does. That's True. Pretty great. That's one of my favorite line of dialogue in any Carpenter movie. <laughs> what is that? The line? Uh, when the guy when the guy who tries to leave because he's like, shit's weird. I'm getting out of here. Uh, gets murdered by Alice Cooper and his like homeless people uh, gang. And he comes back, but he's made of bugs and full of bugs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And he's standing outside and he's like, hello. And they get their attention. Then everyone looks out the window and he says, I've got a message for you. You're not going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's the cre- like it's the creepiest shit in the universe to me. I love that so much. <laughs> uh, the message, uh, by the way, is pray for death, and then he turns into bugs. Yeah, yeah. Great film. Oh, like in uh, Halloween Three, Season of the Witch. Yeah, got bugs in that mask. So we got some trailers here that we uh, some new stuff like Megan, which I actually kind of liked. I got to see this in theaters. Oh, nice! When I got to see Halloween Ends. This movie looks batshit insane. It's giving me real uh, malignant vibes. So it's like a uh, Chucky-esque type uh, villain. She's like a, a robotic doll of some sort. But uh, god damn, it looks fucking crazy. Uh, that's like, the one that's like M3GAN, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, was cool. that was a cool trailer. Yeah, really neat. Real like kind of action-y, action-packed. Uh, I like the these thrilling horror movies that are coming out now. I really I dig that. I like that horror movies have like this really thrilling moment to them or thrilling scenes that are like active and very um, like choreographed. I would I would say like Malignant has the jail scene, which is the jail fight is like an incredible piece of filmmaking. Best, best scene of the movie. Hands down by by, by a lot. Mm-hmm. And the movie, I watched that recently again. And I was like, damn, I really enjoy that. Movie. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's like a fun little ride. And, and that is the roller coaster going down the hill. That prison mm-hmm. scene, you know, like it is. And I that's just, what these uh, movies are. The roller coaster rides, you know, that's what I like. Them. I, I just really like that. We're in a, 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 an era of horror movies where we can have our Jordan Peele's and our Ari Oster's making like the high minded shit while yes. we also get some crazy, like off the rails, B horror movies. Yeah. Like Malignant. Malignant came out of nowhere and was like a, a wonderful surprise. They're giving out money to any of these. I mean, horror movies are really. They're going through like their their apex, which is nice. Um, I feel like people are taking them more serious than ever, and hopefully, we do a little genre shift, and it starts to be more horror movies than superhero movies. Because I think that, that will never happen, and you know it. <laughs> I don't know, man. That could happen, dude. They make nope. a lot of money. <laughs> 
They've always made a lot of money comparative to their budget. Sure, sure, of course. But I mean, you know, people are starting to realize that cheap budgets, a lot of cash coming in, and there are all these different like IPs that are real popular, just like superhero movies, you know. Well, as long as they don't do a Hereditary two, I'll be fine. Oh, of course they're going to do Hereditary two, or Midsummer two. It's going to be a whole family of people without heads. <laughs> Ants crawling all over them. Ants crawling all over them. They stink. It's going to be hilarious. Gabriel Bryan's going to be burnt. <laughs> That's just the whole movie. It's just, just a close-up on Gabriel Bryan's fucking blackened face. <laughs> yeah, it's a great sequel. Um... Yeah, I guess that's about it, though. I don't know. Is there more trailers that I'm forgetting? No. I didn't see anything that caught my eye, but I, I pay less attention than you folks. I didn't watch the Enola Holmes 2 trailer, so I don't know about Oh! Um, I want to talk about... Um, this is you know something small, but I, I think it's actually a pretty good idea. Naked Gun reboot with Liam Neeson as the lead. I think that's a pretty good casting. I'm laughing already. I think that's pretty <laughs> solid. Um, I, hmm. I, I saw that news and I there, those movies are borderline unwatchable in terms of like how casually they treat O.J. Simpson just being a part <laughs> of the films. And there's like a lot of weird like uh, like sec- like sexual harassment jokes in those movies. Oh, but I yeah. still have a soft spot for them. Uh, I think that that kind of like zany spoof of things is fun. Uh, or, you know, was fun uh, back in the 90s. Um, I think Liam Neeson is a surprisingly good choice yeah, to play a Frank Drebin-esque character. Did you ever see, um, there was a Ricky Gervais show, it was called Life is Short? No, no I didn't. Um, and it was him and, um, that actor Oh, with, um, Wicked. Yeah, what the hell's the dude? Warwick Davis? Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis, yeah. Um, basically, it was them on that show, it was Warwick Davis, he was the main character, and he was, like, it was about him, like, find, trying to find work and stuff. And... They every episode they have like an actor that comes in to talk to Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant about a, a project that they want to do, and it's always like a famous actor. Like it was Johnny Depp one episode. One episode it was Liam Neeson, and he came in and he's like, "I desperately, desperately need to do comedy." <laughs> like that's how we start <laughs> the conversation, and they're like, "Oh, okay." Um, uh, do you have any ideas? And basically, like, the whole scene boils down to him doing a scene with them where he's telling them that he's riddled with AIDS. <laughs> oh, I remember that scene, yeah. I have AIDS, I'm riddled with it. Like, <laughs> but, like, I anyway, he was funny in that scene because he was, you know, the straight man trying to be funny. And I think that's, I mean, Leslie Nielsen was a soap opera actor before he was... And he was in the uh, incredible 1950s science fiction movie uh, Forbidden Planet. <laughs> in, a, in a very, very serious role. In Creepshow, too. He's he's uh, not a serious, necessarily, role, but he's a villain. He's a bad guy. Um, yeah. He's also, the, he's also the bad guy in the very serious movie uh, Surf Ninjas, as I recall. <laughs> Surf Ninjas... Surf Ninjas, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Surf Ninjas is the one where Leslie Nielsen has like a half robotic face. He's that's basically right. K- he's Kano from Mortal Kombat for some reason. That would be fucking stupid. Um, but that's 
all uh, Angela Lansbury, of course, passed away in '96. Uh, That's a hell of a good run. That is a hell of a good run. She was. She is incredible in her debut film role in Gaslight. Oh, that one of my favorite. One of my favorite movies. That's right. Shit, I always forget that's her in that role. That's a great movie. That is a great. Legitimately love that movie. Uh, Created a great phrase. Um. (laughs) Well, Uh, it's great that we have a name for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like there's (laughs) there's a thing we can point at for that. Um, I think that's it, though. I don't know. I think so. Anything else I really want to talk about? I mean, the big news this week was Resident Evil and Silent Hill. Yeah. And and it ended, and I wasn't happy. And Black Adam coming out, too. Yeah, we'll hear enough of that when Devin gets back. I don't know. Man. I'm already tired (laughs) listening to him talk about Black Adam. I look at how people are like, yeah, let me spend like 21 American dollars to go to a theater (laughs) to watch fucking Black Adam. Imagine how much $21 can go in, like, a third world country. Like, you could probably eat for, like, a week or something. And, like, <laughs> for a couple months. For a couple months. That. But no, here you go to see the same movie over and over again with The Rock. It's probably closer to 40 bucks because you know he's getting popcorn. Yeah, and you popcorn. know he's getting himself a big soda. You're going you're gonna to live like a king for a week in, in some weird, well, not weird, but some poor country somewhere. Or you can go see The Rock do the same thing he does in every movie for an hour and 30 minutes. Two hours, sorry. Two hours, excuse me. I'm just saying, this is like, you know, like, I'm not trying to shame anybody for spending money how they want to. Like, that's totally fine. Go see a movie. Like, absolutely not a problem. However, there are a lot of movies that are more interesting out there right now. The only reason I do that in is my mind. It's Black Adam. And because I know that movie's going to make $150 million, you know, it's not good. Like, I don't get that, man. What's up with that? Huh? People like The Rock, I guess. They like The Rock. I don't... I love that guy. He's okay, Steve. I liked him better when he was doing rock bottoms, you know what I mean? Me too. That's me, personally. I agree. Bring it. Bring back The Rock Bottom. Call yourself The, the Rock again. The other way around. I liked it. I like him more now than I did when he was doing. What was he doing? What was his move? Uh, the rock bottom. People's yeah. elbow. People's elbow. No, rock no. Bottom. The, 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 I called him the barista. <laughs> what? <laughs> Batista. Oh, oh Batista. Dave Batista doing a. Uh, his bomb. was the Batista bomb. Yeah. Yeah, I liked uh, Batista after he did a Batista bomb. Like I would. I think he's better. He's a better actor. He's gonna be. In a movie that's probably going to get nominated for an Academy Award, and the deserves Rock, it. The Rock's going to be in Black Adam. He's in. Uh, he's in Tar, right? Well, he's in um, the new Knives Out movie, which I, I know. That's, I was making a joke that the oh. very serious Kate uh, <laughs> Blanchett movie about an orchestra conductor has Dave Bautista in it. Whoa, really? Holy shit! No, no not no. Oh. That's a joke. God damn it, Tim! I would have saw that Sorry. heartbeat. I mean, I kind of yeah. How would yeah, he that's compose? true. How would he compose? Like, he would rip his, his suit. His arms are too big to wave that little wand around. He would rip the, the arms off his suit. Fling yep. him around like that. His little orchestra suit. That's the movie that I would see. Wand. Ooh, the, so I think it's called a baton, not a wand. Oh, yeah. Think about it for a second. Batista would know that. 
I'd rather see DC League of Super Dave Best the Conductor like Batista. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I think that's everything for the week, folks. So. Uh, go Phils. Go fight in Phils. Go Birds. Uh, Phils are going to win the World Series, I guess. Uh, Fire Doc Rivers. Fire Please. Doc Rivers. Three O oh, and three Doc. What are we doing? Yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> what are we doing? Go Flyboys. Flyboys are what? They're four and one now. Flyboys are four again? and one. They said they were the shittiest team in all of hockey ever. No, uh, they just lost. They're four and two. Don't matter. But they beat the Lightning. We're talking about them fighting. And so I'm going to go Tampa climb a Bay. pole. Fighting Lightning. I heard they greased them already. Oh, it did, and I heard it didn't matter. Right. Yeah, <laughs> people were people were already like they were taking already trips to go to Philly. There were people that <laughs> slept the up there, Tim, while they were greasing. Yeah, the they slept on that pole. They slept you on know, <laughs> living in the city when the Eagles won the Super Bowl was the scariest, weirdest experience of my life. Isn't it lovely? It was incredible. There's really one fun. super drunk lady, like super drunk lady, just like flapping her arms like a bird at passing cars at like midnight. Uh, about right i love it actually yeah i'm in another discord and uh, you all appreciate this story tim okay um, somebody was like uh they were talking about the greasing of the poles and stuff and i was like yeah like whatever i'm like it happens like i was like i was on broad street when the phillies won in 08 yep. and i saw four people climb a traffic light and tear it down <laughs> and i was like <laughs> I was like, it was one of the coolest things I ever saw. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, awesome. but if you don't think that's cool, then who are you? <laughs> and, um, and they were like, yeah, like, you know, you know, Phillies fans or Philly fans are just like crazy. I'm like, dude, I'm like fucking Vancouver rioted when their fucking team lost the Stanley Cup. Right. So, and like, how many riots have there been in L.A. when the Yeah, Lakers I'm like, this isn't. It's, yeah, it's not like Philadelphia is the only team that or the only city that that does this. Kind yeah, of shit. I know. Right. Like, Go to up. Europe. During after like a cups final or something, and that right? Ends. Like so they're burning half forgot, the city down. I forgot what it's year like it was. City. Tim, you might know what year it was, but okay. it was the year I think the Flyers were playing the Capitals in the playoffs, and that writer for the Washington Post made that article shitting on Flyers fans, saying that the women and children could play could could be security for Megadeth, and then like, <laughs> the next thing that happened was Dave Mustaine. Uh, releases this video of him in um in uh I forgot the player's name, but he had a Flyers jersey on. Yeah, I think saying, it was a Giroux jersey, wasn't it? I don't. I'm not sure. I, was, I, I, I don't know how. Jersey. I forgot how long ago this was, but he was like, "You guys like, could." Yeah. He's like, "We're we're always pulling for the Flyers, and you guys could be security for us any day." And then like the next for the rest of the playoffs, they had they made those orange crush shirts that said Megadeth Security. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, God damn. I'm like, dude, I'm like. I'm like, see, I was like, Dave Mustaine gets it. I'm like, if you guys don't get it, then like, what are you doing? Like, you don't, you probably don't love sports then. Like, we love sports. Like, because like they, they, the Washington Post tried to shit on the Philly fans because of that, because we booed Santa Claus one time. And he probably and now, like, you know, and then now you got Megadeth making t shirts for all the f- fans. Like, I'm like, it's been, I Dave Mustaine gets it. You guys don't. Sorry. It's been like 2007. My shit. This happened. I forget, but that was like one of the funniest things ever because because the Washington Post guy tried to shit on the the Flyers fans, and Megadeth was like, "Dude, that's awesome!" 
Like, hey. are you kidding me? Like, were you trying to insult them? Because we'll just get these t-shirts made now. I thought that was one of the coolest things. <laughs> it is. Uh, I, I love uh, Megadeth. Do not get me wrong. I have I have my problems with Dave Mustaine as a human being. But yeah, if yeah, he supports uh, the Philadelphia Flyers, then I'm totally okay with that. Yeah, what was that? 2000? Was that 2007, 2008. It was, it was a long while ago now. Jeez Louise. I know. That's when they had like several really good playoff runs in a row. And have subsequently relatively shit the bed every year since then. But that's okay. Who's on that team? Who's my favorite flyer of all time on that team? No, your favorite flyer of all time is Ron Hextall. (laughs) No, it's not. Why not? I mean, I do love him. (laughs) Why don't you love a goalie that gets in fights? Chris Chris Pronger was my favorite flyer ever. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty hard not to love Chris Pronger. Because he was a a monster. He really was. He was intimidating as hell. I mean, if anything, I, I like that about, about hockey. The Flyers did something cool too. Uh, was it today? I think it was today. They were hosting the Sharks at night. I think they're, they had a seven o'clock game, but they let whoever had tickets to tonight's game go into the into the Wells Fargo Center early to watch the Phillies play on the big oh, that's screen cool. there. And they had like dollar hot dogs and five dollar beers for it, which is but, pretty cool. See, and, I was like, man, I was like, people maybe I want to go to the Flyers game tonight so I can watch the Phillies in Wells Fargo Center. That's pretty sweet. I love that kind of shit. I love how much the Philly teams support each other and like, you know, I mean, do cool shit anything, for each the other. Phillies fans. and the Flyers are our sister teams because of gritty and and fanatic are basically cut from the same cloth. Uh, except. Gritty fucking uh, is a uh, man. I, I get so mad because uh, a, a friend of the podcast hates Gritty with so much violent what? intensity. Yeah, I don't get that, man. Gritty fucking rules gritty? so hard. Dude, I am not trying not to name names. All right, yeah. Maybe when we stop recording. But uh, <laughs> Gritty oh, fucking rules. Steve O'Tiri hates Gritty. <laughs> I love Gritty. I, love- I originally, I originally. Did not like Gritty, but he had so, to win me over, and he won me over quite quickly. My experience with Gritty was I heard the Flyers had a mascot all of a sudden, and I was like, mm, I don't know if I love that. And then I saw a picture of Gritty, and I was like, oh, never mind. I love this. Look at his big, ugly eyes. Never mind. This is the perfect mascot. <laughs> no, I had yeah. to see him get – if the Philly the Philly fanatic gave him the AOK, and when that happened, I was like, all right, we're good. I love that we're he good. just – they danced on the bullpen. I love that he just yeah, hurts, that he's he just like way too hard, and it hurts. He's just hard. like a criminal. Like that's that's uh, yes. And then like within within a year of him being introduced, he sam- somehow became like the left wing socialist icon of Philadelphia. Like, oh yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I love that. It. And the uh, the Spider Man or not Spider Man Elmo. Yeah, <laughs> we, man, I love Philly. It's such a weird fucking place. I miss it so much. Yeah, I know. Great <laughs> I know. I want to come back. All right, guys. All right. Yeah, we've been going for a while now. Chris. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye, everybody. You want to see.